I think I read this two weeks ago. You know, we'll begin the meditation again with these words from the nun Iguma, the natural abiding. Don't do anything whatsoever with the mind. Abide in an authentic, natural state. One's own mind unwavering is reality. The key is to meditate like this, without wavering. Experience the great reality beyond extremes. In the lucid ocean, bubbles arise and dissolve again. Just so, thoughts are no different from ultimate reality. So don't find fault. Remain at ease. Whatever arises, whatever occurs, don't grasp. Release it on the spot. Appearances, sounds, and objects are one's own mind. There is nothing except mind. Mind is beyond the extremes of birth and death. The nature of the mind, awareness, although using the objects of the five senses, does not wander from reality. In the state of cosmic equilibrium, there is nothing to abandon or practice, no meditation or post-meditation, just this. Trusting the nature of the mind now. Whatever this is now, this space of the present moment, this space of the mind, learning to trust it. one who knows. Space of the mind that allows everything to come and go. noticing how dependable this space of the present moment, this space of the mind is. It's always here, allowing things to come and go.
meaning from the point of view of the Buddha the space of the mind this open empty space of the mind from this point of view Dharma Dhamma the way that it is reveals its ephemeral nature thoughts flitter by and come and go sounds and sensations come and go and even these objects in their essence they're also mind in a sense ripples on the surface of the mind of the mind of the heart the open luminous space of the mind and we're noticing dharma or dhamma all the things that come and go in that space the movement of thought sound and sensation Everything is included. And also notice how dependable, how trustworthy the movement of dharma things as they are how dependable that is we can depend on all of the causes and conditions to continue to flow on forever on and on one thing leading to another one thought one image leading to another one sensation leading to more sensation of Dhamma revealing its impersonal nature its conditional nature lawful interdependent impersonal nature
from noticing the process of being as Buddha knowing Dhamma. The mind that's open, luminous and clear, knowing things as they are, knowing that they come and go, knowing that they're conditional and impersonal, lawful, Buddha knowing Dhamma and being moved by the way that it is. This movement, the heart being moved, is the beginning of Sangha, the arising of compassion, and a skillful response to Buddha knowing Dhamma. No longer feeling compelled to run away from the world and no longer feeling compelled to grasp and try to control things. Just reflecting on the nature of the mind, what's here and now. Understanding how to know Buddha, we need Dhamma the way it is. So we understand the Buddha, this awakenedness of the mind, because it's what is able to open all the different conditions that are coming and going. It's what's able to open and let things be, not be confused, not be reactive. That's how Dhamma reveals Buddha. We don't really know Dhamma without knowing Buddha. When we're able to take refuge in that open, empty space of the mind, then, only then, do we understand what Dhamma is, what conditions are, how ephemeral, other uh, natural process, always moving, coming and going. So these insights and the deepening sense of refuge, they come together, Buddha and Dhamma.
So just keep reflecting, find your own way for the next 10 minutes or so. What a very direct and practical way we're reflecting on Buddha and Dhamma as a refuge. So to reflect on the Buddha, we notice everything that's moving, all the different experiences that are moving. 
it reveals the Buddha because it's the Buddha that's knowing this free movement of sensation and thought and sight and sound. It's like the great mirror that reflects back how it is. We can reflect on that open space and so effortlessly knows what's moving. And we can also reflect on what's moving, the effortless movement of thought and sound and sensation, all these phenomena that come and go. Noticing that whenever the mind grasps, there's tension, resistance. When the heart lets go, notice how ephemeral all experiences are. Everything is always becoming something else.
So again, keeping things simple, sitting, and we're awakening to the Buddha knowing Dhamma. And actually, notice how it can't be broken. No way to stop it. This is just the nature. In the Thai forest tradition, it's sometimes referred to as the heart and the activity of the heart. Or we could say the space of the heart and the activity of the heart. They're not distinct, two different things, but to awaken, to be clear about the heart and the activity of the heart is to be free. ordinary person, our minds tend to fixate on Dhamma, on the different conditions that are arising in our experience. We get identified with what we think or what we feel or what we're sensing, and we completely lose Buddha. There's no refuge, no sense of Buddha, this great empty space of the here and now. And then if if we start to practice and we have insight, then there's a tendency to get identified with Buddha and act out some aversion. We're averse to the different conditions, the pain in the body, the endless thoughts in the mind. And we want to go to Buddha. We want to go to that silent, empty, still, quiet place. That's not quite right either. But when we can be aware or awaken to both the Buddha knowing Dhamma, both Buddha and Dhamma, and know how they can always peacefully coexist, no problems, then we have a taste of a deeper freedom, a more complete freedom. It's a real refuge. seconds and stretch out as you need to. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.